6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, there's a supermassive black hole. It is more than 4 million times the mass of our sun, and it has never been seen until now. Astronomers using the Event Horizon Telescope have developed the first image of the Milky Way's supermassive black hole. It is named Sagittarius A. So how did they do it? Why is this so important? Let's find out with one of the astronomers involved with the image. Dr. Avery Broderick is the Delaney family John Archibald Wheeler Chair at the Perimeter Institute and Associate Professor of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Waterloo. Waterloo. Dr. Broderick, welcome to 630 Chad. Hi, good afternoon and uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind for you over the past week, hasn't it? Made the big announcement in Washington. What's it been like finally being able to tell the world about uh, about this image? Well, I think you hit it on the head. You know, this is something that we've been working on for a very long time, for some of us uh, longer than I'd like to admit. And um, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful to finally let the cat out of the bag. You know, we've had a number of years of uh, just wait. It's coming, but I can't tell you, so... It's a a bit of an exciting moment. Relief, relief maybe is the right word for us. Dr. Broderick, tell me about the Event Horizon Telescope collaboration. You've been involved with it for a long time. What what is it and and what is the work doing and and how is it being done? Yeah, so so the Event Horizon Telescope is an instrument that was built with a singular purpose and that's uh, embedded in its name to take pictures of black holes to to see the unseeable. And um, to do that, uh, it turns out that we need a telescope that's uh, the size of the Earth. Larger telescopes are capable of seeing smaller angular scales, smaller things on the sky. And black holes, even when they're 4 million times the mass of the sun, are, are just tiny on the sky. Um, and so so this is the, the way that we, we uh, pull off this magic trick of building an Earth-sized telescope that uh, you didn't notice is by combining individual radio telescopes about the planet. And, and by bringing them together, they can do something extraordinary that none could have done alone. And that is synthesize this uh, much larger instrument capable of seeing black holes. So uh, from what I thought was that black holes were invisible. So what are we actually seeing in this image that has been unveiled? Right, so that, that, that's, that's the paradox of astronomy, right? So to a physicist, and half the time I'm a proper theoretical physicist, black holes are this perfect, perfect prison from which uh, not even light can escape. So uh, they are excellent, excellent hiders in the universe, always winning uh, hide and seek. But uh, to the astronomer, to the astronomer, black holes are the brightest objects in the universe. They are the engines of astronomy. And uh, that seeming paradox is, is because while a black hole by itself is indeed in, nearly invisible, um, a, a black hole with stuff around it, a black hole on which gas is falling down onto and heating um, and shining can be the brightest object in the universe. And, and what we're really seeing here is that event horizon, that that invisibility cloak, uh, silhouetted against this background bright plasma emission that's giving it away. 
Dr. Broderick, why is there such a big deal? Why is there such a an amazing photo? Well, first, or image, let's know, put it that way, not a photo, image. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It, you know, it, it's, it's um, you know, seeing is believing, as the saying goes. So for, for a very long time, uh, astronomers and physicists have made peace with the idea that something as extreme and extraordinary and counterintuitive and, and slightly ominous as a black hole can exist. And this was a, this is something that not even Einstein actually accepted. Um, you know, he thought nature somehow must step in and prevent this anathema from coming to be. Um, and so now, now that we have now two images, right, so the one we just released of the black hole in our galaxy, but three years ago also the one uh, in a galaxy 54 million light years away, uh, M87, um, I think we've really cemented that these are not science fiction, uh, they're not supposition, um, they're not extrapolation. These are, these are real objects that we have to contend with. Um, and and there's, there's really interesting scientific reasons to study them. They, they live at the nexus of, of modern physics. You know, we have general relativity, Einstein's theory of gravity of the very, very large, describes black holes and, and galaxies. And then we have quantum mechanics, um, which is uh, working away inside your computer, even though you may not, you may not uh, uh, realize it. These two pillars of modern physics we know don't, don't really play nice, but it is around black holes that they have to come into contact, they have to meet, and that's where we can hunt for clues uh, for how maybe we can build a physics of the 21st century that's going to unify these two pillars. What's on the other side of a black hole? <laughs> you mean uh, what's 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 inside the event horizon? Um, yeah. Well, that's that's a great question. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like to know, but if I were to ever find out, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> right, that's that's kind of the that's that's the uh, that's the difficult part of it, right? You know, it's uh, you can go find out, but uh, it's a one-way trip. Uh, Dr. Broderick, what's next? So this has this has been uh, this has been revealed. What now can you do with this image? And and then what's next for the the Event Horizon Telescope team? So, this image is um, you know really the first in in potentially a very long sequence of these sorts of images. Uh, you know it's it's a, you know we are we are imaging that hot orbiting infalling plasma. Um, black hole weather, if you like, and and uh, we're very fortunate that both of the horizon scale targets that the EHT has, both, both Sagittarius A star, our black hole, and and the black hole at the heart of M87, change on human timescales. You know, astronomers are often obsessed with billions of years, but but here we have something that changes on a timescale of 15 minutes. Sag A star was rearranging itself every 15 minutes, which is huh. one of the reasons why it took so long to, to generate the image. Um, but we can go back to it time and time again and, and effectively study that weather. And by studying that weather, understand how they pull off that, that paradox, how they end up being the brightest objects in the universe, not, not qualitatively, but in great detail. And, and once we understand the ephemeral astrophysics, we can, we can get into the essential gravity um, and try to go after those uh, secrets of uh, mm -hmm. quantum physics and general relativity. 
Fascinating stuff, Dr. Broderick. We'll leave it there uh, for this afternoon. Thanks for joining me. I sure appreciate you making time for us and shedding some light on this for us, if you will. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.